Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Today, I am joined by Jay Forster of um, Locked on Blue Jackets, and we are going to do a little squad cast and just see how different these two teams are since the last time that they met. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in and making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. I'm Jess Belmosto, and uh, we've got a fun squad cast for today. We were supposed to record this last night, but both Jay and I were like, nope, we are exhausted. So, Jay, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, oh I goodness. think this is our, our first time, our first time squadcast. So it should be yeah, uh, it should be fun. Definitely. So, do you want to tell everyone kind of about the wonderful uh, new? the unfamiliar uh, roster <laughs> that this that the Blue Jackets have assembled. Yeah, so the Blue Jackets turnover has been uh, all, basically. Um, I haven't looked it up, but on average, like when I've been doing these, these crossovers, the, the roster difference has been, uh, I think, like seven or eight players. Are the same since since the last time we we faced any kind of particular team that wasn't in our division last year. Obviously, with the the, the COVID season, we didn't face any of the Canadian teams, so it's been it's been a minute since we since we faced the Flames. Um, you know, we've got a new captain in Boone Jenner. Nick Foligno is uh, with the Bruins now. Uh, Cam Atkinson, who was you know one of our top players, has gone to Philadelphia. Um, David Savard has gone. Pierre Dubois has gone. Josh Anderson has gone. You know, just a just a real big, a real big turnover. Lots of of new faces. Lots of uh, first time NHL faces. I think we've had six Blue Jackets players have scored their first NHL wow. goals this season, uh, which is which is fun. Uh, obviously, you know. Cole Sillinger, youngest player in the league, he's doing really well. Uh, he just returned to the, the lineup uh, in the game on Monday, Sunday, Sunday night. I think the the, the last game. Was. I don't know what day it is anymore. Um, it's okay. But... <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, I don't. Um, in the last game. That's it. That's all you're yeah, getting. There, out of me. there was a game at some point in the last week and a half, but exactly. I couldn't tell you who it was or when it was. Um, no, so he. He just came back. Uh, obviously, we we picked up Jake Voracek from Philadelphia. He has That's made right. his uh, triumphant return to Columbus, and honestly, has been one of our best players uh, this season. Uh, Gory of Seth Jones. Um, obviously, we made out like a bandit in that trade. Uh, yeah. Picked up, picked up essentially four first round picks uh, for for Seth Jones because we got well. So we got. A first, uh, we got Ada Boquist, who was a former first-round pick. Uh, we got next year's first-round pick. We flipped first-round picks this year. So we went from 32nd to 12th, picked up Cole Sillinger, 
and uh, we picked up uh, Jake Bean for a second round pick that we got from Chicago. That's impressive. First round pick. So we did we did okay with uh, with that trade, but yeah, lots of lots of new faces, lots of new look lines. Uh, it's uh, it's mostly just Zach too. and uh, Zakrensky and Bjorkstrand and a bunch of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I don't. I don't even know if the Flames have faced Columbus since Bobrovsky left. I'm trying to think. God, I feel like, yes, we must have done, but... uh, When did he leave? Was that 2018? It was. No, because he was... No, because he was on the team in 2019. No, it it was the 2018 playoffs he left because he left after the sweep. Oh, that's right. So we we swept Tampa and then lost to Boston, and that was the last. Yeah. Um, He and Panarin and Duchesne uh, all left in free agency uh, after that. So um, let's find out when the last time (laughs) they played was. Because that's the thing, like, it's been... It's been, like, a year and a half, two years at this point for most of these teams outside of, you know, the oh, bubble. Oh, the Blue Jackets and uh, Calgary. That was actually one of the last games that the Blue Jackets played before the, the COVID pause. In, oh, my uh, God. So the, our, the last game was uh, March 4th, 2020. Uh, you guys won in, in overtime. So, uh... Oh, my God. That's, that's so weird to think about, though, because... So much has changed globally. Uh, and then, obviously, with hockey. Yeah, it's every time I think about how long it's been since, you know, we've played a certain team or whatever, I'm like, no, that can't be right. It feels, mm-hmm. it feels bonkers. Um, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of us are still <laughs> in March 2020. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, emotionally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, none of us have, like, progressed you know? past that. But what uh, what do these new faces bring to the lineup ahead of this evening? Oh, man. Uh, mostly a lot of uh, youthful exuberance. Uh, lots of, lots of uh, stick-based penalties. Uh, we love to do stick crime now. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Tortorella's gone. Um, oh, yeah. Players are not terrified to make mistakes anymore. Um, so there's there's some mistakes, uh, but also excitement. Uh, for the most part, this is a, a fun team. Uh, they don't always play very good hockey, but generally they play pretty fun hockey. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, Micah McCurdy, one of the advanced stats guys. No. Um, he does he does chart based on, like, uh how high event the game is so there's <laughs> like four there's four quadrants and there's like is that the allows, good a, lot of, allows a lot of shots and um takes a lot of shots and then there's allows few shots takes a lot of shots etc and the blue jackets kind of end up really squarely in the uh we may win but i may die uh, <laughs> quadrant, which is basically you know high event hockey high nonsense um so that's kind of that's kind of what you can what you can expect. Uh, it could be it could be an interesting could be an interesting game. It's really hard to predict what Blue Jackets team uh, we're going to get tonight because it could be the team that 
faced Florida and lost six to uh, nine to two, or it could be the team that shut out Carolina six nothing. It's it's really hard to it's really hard to predict. Yeah, no, uh, I, that's how the Flames used to be, and sometimes still are. And uh, now I'm sure we'll talk about the Flames coming up next. But first, let's talk about snacks. Jay, are you someone who enjoys snacking while uh, watching hockey? Uh, yeah, I would say snacking probably constitutes 40% of my personality at this point, so I love to snack. And do you know what makes a delicious snack? Built Bars. It sure does. They are delicious tasting protein bars that are uh, good for you that don't taste like protein bars. They are covered in chocolate and have a wide variety of flavors that you can get online at a discounted price thanks to their wonderful promo code locked 15 so head on over to built.com today and sign up for their newsletters so you know when those limited time deals are coming and uh those flash sales and i'm I'm sure they'll do some march madness brackets again this year and that was was so much fun and you can buy them today at 15 percent off with promo code locked 15 Oh boy! So, what should we talk about next? Uh, let's talk about the the flames because it's weird. I always feel like the the flames are such an interesting team to me because I I because of the way I get to play them so rarely. Mm-hmm. I always they're always kind of on the periphery of uh, of kind of my hockey attention. So the, they had a really how... hot start to the season, and then yes. they've kind of fallen off a little bit recently. So uh, what's What's up with that? So, right before Christmas, um, they were patient zero. And, um, <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, there was just, it was, like, right after they had traveled. No, they had come back home, and they had, had like, a five-game homestand. And all these other teams were, like, going on with their schedule. And then they are patient zero so their organizations shut down and then everyone else just you know the dominoes fell and they kicked back up after the new year and believe they lost four straight and everyone acted as if the sky was falling but it wasn't like the flames were still playing good hockey and you know just because (laughs) I feel like I have to say this all the time just because like they're athletes and they were asymptomatic or had mild symptoms doesn't mean that like their body is still like a hundred percent. Like even like if I just get like a basic sinus infection, I feel like trash. Okay. Like I I'm running at like 75% for a good five days after my antibiotics. So shout out to hockey players, but like they just weren't playing at, the level that they were before Christmas. And then they ended up just going on a tear, I believe, and just kind of finding their offensive uh, fire again and being able to, I don't know, they just, they got it together. And then Markstrom battled an injury. They went out to the East Coast to play the Florida teams and then Carolina and they lost three, four in a row again. And it was a wake up call for the team. In my opinion, Markstrom was angry. Dan Vladar was 
the poor kid probably shaking like a chihuahua. But I just uh, was quite impressed with how quickly they've been able to turn it around. And for a team that does not play well at home, they pl- they've been playing well at home. So they're on the road today. We'll have to see. Yeah, the Blue Jackets have typically been playing pretty well at home and are terrible on the road. So, uh, it, again, it really it really could go um, either way. But uh, let's let's talk a little bit more about Markstrom because uh, we love to talk about goalies on Locked On Blue Jackets. Uh, I love to talk goalies basically every yeah. time I have a chance. Uh, he's, he, would you say he's been one of the, the biggest reasons for team success? I feel like... Yeah, the the flames kind of again kind of snuck up out of nowhere, and I was looking at the stats the other day, and I was like, "What Markstrom's like? His numbers are really good this season." Yeah, so uh, last year was his first year with the team, and thank God because they would have been like bottom of the barrel, worse than I don't even know Buffalo last year had they not uh, signed him in free agency, and. This year, he, he so he was coming back from like a back injury, um, nothing too major, but he has been able, like, he, aside from the games that he has unfortunately allowed a lot of those, you know, high scoring goals, he looks like a Vesna trophy winner. And I think he's not in the conversation because his defense is just like crapped out in front of him those nights. And when you have uh, Nikita Zadorov and Eric Branson out there uh, going up against some of the best players in the league, like, honey, you're alone. on Like, good luck. And he has just been so strong. There are some saves that I don't know how he makes. Like, I, I think if I tried to do that, I wouldn't be able to get back up. Like, you'd have to, like, it would just be a mess. And he makes it look so easy, which is so frustrating because I'm like, oh, I could do that. I can make a save. And there, but there are like with most goalies, they, you know, a a blooper will get by them. No, like he is so on top of it. There have been a few games where his puck tracking has been a little iffy. um, Specifically, it was the game against Boston right before the shutdown and they just like, he could not figure it out to say the least. And ever since then it's been better. So I'm interested to see how it goes, especially with Columbus being, you know, they have that um, kind of shoot crazy mentality. Yeah, we are. We're pretty high in. I think the last time I checked, we were tenth in in goals for per game, but also like twenty eighth in goals against. So it could again, it could kind of go either way. Um, but talking about the the defense specifically for a second. Um, oh my god! You guys I... also lost your captain. Uh, yeah, we did this, this off season. Uh, how has that kind of impacted the the team? Because I know for me, Nick Foligno was was. Not the best player on the team by mm-hmm. far, but I think he he played a really important role, and it's it's been super interesting to see kind of how the the leadership of the team specifically has shaken out since since his departure. Um, so kind of talk a little bit about the the, the hole that Mark Giordano has left. In the, in yeah, the... 
So I honestly expected there to be a bigger gap, like, you know, just because he was a top pairing defenseman, he spent his entire career with the team, but he was 37, 38 years old. And, you know, you get older, you can't keep up with the young guys anymore. And I honestly, the defense, the top four, we're not even going to acknowledge the third pairing, but they have improved. And I think that there's um, a certain level of accountability within the entire team now. Um, Matthew Kachuk has completely toned down his antics. And there were there were rumors last year that uh, Gio lost the room uh, very early in the season. And it was after Jake Muzzin like flipped the puck at Kachuk. And apparently they had a players only meeting and everyone was like, what the hell? But um, it's there are certain players that have stepped up. And um, my good friend Milan Lucic, who, you know, for those of you who don't know, he has me blocked on every social media platform because he name searched and didn't like my constructive. That's, that's still like, like one of the funniest. Yeah. Like it must be frustrating for you having been blocked by a, a Calgary player, but also it's just extremely, extremely <laughs> funny. It's just funny because like I was like, it wasn't even like I tweeted at him. I like, just like, was like, oh, Luch like needs to like not throw his teammates under the bus. And then I messaged him on Instagram and was like, hey, like you blocked me. Can we like clear the air? Like, sorry. And then he blocked me on there. So I was like, okay, like clearly we are two different people. Um, so Luch has stepped up big time. And, you know, the addition of Blake Coleman and bringing in the guys from uh, the LA Kings who have all won championships. Like, I think that there's been like a real big morale boost. And just because we haven't named a captain yet doesn't mean that there's like this absence of leadership. And I just think that the team chemistry, the communication is so much stronger and very evident when you watch this team. There was uh, a goal from Tuesday, no, Monday night's game. And there was just like Sean Monahan's patience with the puck was very attractive. Like you just like watched him like go after and then like the just it was just crystal clear communication that I have not seen from this team since I started covering them. Hey, you can't you can't complain about that. No, I'll take it. I'll happily take that. Yeah, plus there's there's lots to like about this. Yeah, this I think. Team. Yeah, that you know, I do think that they do that they fly under the radar because um, they are in the Texas of Canada, and uh, the good old listeners of Locked On Flames have been like, yeah, no, that's a very fair comparison. So. <laughs> I and they called uh, Manitoba or Winnipeg the Ohio of Canada. I was like, okay, well, I liked Ohio when I went, so good for them. Yeah, but Ohio gets a bad rap, but it I, does. I'm, I, a, I'm a big fan of, of Columbus. Like, I'm biased, but it's a, it's a great little city. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I went to Cleveland when I was 12. It wasn't didn't seem bad. I don't know. I went to a Red Sox game. That's all I remember. <laughs> But uh, to wrap up the show, we will be just giving our predictions and just, you know, more of this fun 
preparation. And uh, if you have time before the game or the next game, really, you can head on over to Bet Online AG and get your bets in. They have a revamped website that you can check out on your phone, computer, tablet, iPad, Leapster, Leapfrog, whatever your heart desires, and uh, get a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up and use promo code Locked on, and uh, all you have to do is very easy sign up, make your first deposit, and promo code locked on. Uh, they have your bets, your live updates, your props, your lines, everything that matters to you when placing your bets. And they have fun Vegas casino games because if you're like me, you're a big fan of cards, and um, betting on sports is terrifying. So Head on over to Bet Online AG today and sign up for that free account. Make your first deposit and make sure to use promo code Locked On for that fifty percent welcome bonus. Oh man! So, if you had to name a player to watch tonight for Columbus, who would it be? Oh man, uh, I think my player to watch would be. Uh... Honestly, I think my player to watch is going to be Elvis Merzlikens. Um, he's kind of had an up and down season. Um, listeners of Locked On Blue Jackets will know he's my favorite. Uh, I love him. Uh, like I say, uh, kind of an, an up and down, inconsistent season. But when we've needed him to be good, he has been fantastic. Um, again, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's had some games where he's not been very good. You know, he's been pulled twice this season in the first period. For allowing three or more goals on, you know, under under fifteen shots. So you know, it's he's had some rough games, but he's also had some fantastic games. Uh, he's got two shutouts on the season. Uh, he's kind of our de facto number one. Uh, I'm super excited to see who we're going to draft with the first over with the first round pick that we get from Edmonton for Yunus Corpusalo at the trade deadline, um, which will be a shame because I love. Uh, Corpus Allo, I think he's been fantastic for us the past couple of seasons, but uh, Elvis is our, Elvis is our future number one, so he's he's definitely someone to watch uh, and I would keep an eye on uh, Adam Boquist as well, he's mm. returning to the lineup uh, he was the kind of the main piece that we got in the Seth Jones trade that talks about uh, re- at the start of the episode uh, he's been out for a while with uh, COVID, uh, but he is back and uh he just every time i think that the game is like the, the it's kind of there's nothing happening or the blue jackets are kind of completely out of it he will just score like a bonkers goal from like behind the goal line or something he's oh he's God. a real kind of like a rover i always joke that the blue jackets defense is just five rovers and then uh, <laughs> vladislav gavrikov who is the only one that plays actual defense um <laughs> But kind of between him and uh, Wrenski, who's very offensively gifted, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of goal scoring uh, potential yeah. on on our defensive core. So, uh, and Boquist, I think, is probably the most fun uh, offensively speaking. Uh, he loves to score from kind of between the goal line and like the bottom of the hash marks. Uh, he loves to just kind of sneak up on the on the back door and just score like a bonkers goal. So oh, if I had I to pick that. like an unexpected goal scorer, he would be, he would be my pick. Uh, but let me, let me flip the question back at you. Who, who mm. should Blue Jackets fans be paying attention to on the flames tonight? I mean, I think besides the obvious, uh, Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk, who have had just like 
phenomenal seasons. I would say um, probably Michael Backlund, who is centering the third, no, the second line tonight. Uh, really, the second line in general is just uh, very strong two-way forwards. Um, they have been struggling offensively. Um, I think that Blake Coleman has had more offensive success recently than his center and line mate. But I think if they can get going and get on the same page, then they'll uh, have a strong night. Backland is, uh, he, I, he flies under the radar. He really does because he can center any line on this team and he will rack up like 20 assists. It's just, he's insane and uh, very underappreciated. But I think that just watching their playmaking abilities is fantastic. And just, it's fun. Like if you watch it, not just from like a, okay, like I'm watching as a fan and I just hope they score goals, but from a more critical standpoint that, you know, you learn to do after hosting a daily podcast for two years, it's kind of just a, it's a more interesting way to watch hockey and to see it from a different perspective. So I'm going to say the whole second line. So that's Andrew Mangiapane, Michael Backlund and Blake Coleman. Yeah, I uh, I did just check the uh, the Flames roster. We there are no former Blue Jackets on the on the Flames squad, which is good because former Blue Jackets love <laughs> a revenge game uh, against the uh, against their former team. So you know that's that's good. Um, every time I've kind of done one of these these squad casts, these crossovers, uh, we've done. Uh, final score predictions and also game winning goal scorer predictions. So let me get your uh, your final score and who's scoring the game winning goal. Ooh, okay, I think it's gonna be four to three Calgary and Mangiapani. He's due for a goal, so he'll be our game winner. Now, of obviously, I'm gonna flip that back to you. Because that's only fair. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this is the thing. It's been so hard because sometimes the Blue Jackets just go off and score a bunch of goals and sometimes mm-hmm. they completely implode. And again, I have no idea which Blue Jackets are going to are gonna show yeah. up tonight. But I think I'm going to I'm gonna say 4-3 uh, Blue Jackets in overtime. Uh, and I'm going to say, hmm, who hasn't scored an overtime game in a while? I'm going to say Zach Rensky for the uh, for the overtime winner. Okay. You know, like, I was going like to say overtime due. as well. I really was. And I was like, I I can't speak that into existence. <laughs> because I would like to go to bed. <laughs> a decent no, valid. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think that uh, both teams are going to bring the heat tonight. And the Flames are riding high after <laughs> just demolishing St. Louis 7-1. to one. And... You know, I don't think that they're necessarily a team that's going to come in and underestimate the Blue Jackets, but I think that they're probably going to be like a little worn out from, you know, just steamrolling and then traveling. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. The Blue Jackets have lost uh, their last two games uh, on the on the bounce. They just lost to Ottawa, which was. A game, uh, and then they shot themselves in the foot against Pittsburgh. So it'd be nice to see. Them oh, that's right. That was the from. game where Pittsburgh scored two goals in nine seconds, right? 
Was that this past weekend? No, that no. was. Okay. It was uh, they did. They, they did do that. It wasn't against us. It was two two at the end of the second period, and then the Blue Jackets decided that what they were going to do is take a million penalties and uh, decline any opportunity to get a shot on goal. Uh, and Love then that. Crosby got a because Sidney Crosby does that still. He's so good. He's I so just... good. I hate it. I don't like people it. talk I mean, about how I, I love Sidney Crosby, but man, I hate playing against him. Yeah, but I love him. People talk about Tom Brady and how like his longevity and how like it's so miraculous that he's still so good. What? Where is that conversation when it comes to Sidney Crosby? Right, and think Where? about like. This can't be a conversation that we have because otherwise it will it will go for for forever. But like, <laughs> he missed a bunch of time as well due to injuries. Yeah. Like, think about where he could be if he hadn't missed the most of three seasons. Back right, in, like, and um, Malkin too. He's mm-hmm. missed a ton of time. So you know what? Maybe this is just we need to have a squad cast with Hunter from Locked On Penguins and just run our mouths about how fantastic Sidney Crosby is. I'm going to have to cut that from, from my episode. The, the, <laughs> the Blue Jackets fans like, what? But no, I, yeah, Penguins, good. I hate it. Blue Jackets, yep. not so good. I also hate it. But hopefully tonight's game will be fun. Yeah. Uh, we could see the Flames again. It's, it's been nice seeing teams that we haven't seen in a while. So. Yeah. And it's honestly like, there are some teams that just fly under my radar and uh, I follow a decent amount of Blue Jackets fans. By that, I mean, like, four. But, That's so, basically like, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, this person doesn't play for this team anymore. Or, you know, it's crazy. I just – I love goalies, and I love the tandem that um, Columbus has. And just – I'm just happy for them. <laughs> but it's uh like you said that first round pick uh they it's not going to um Edmonton I'm sorry he can't can't beat up on my flames yeah that's that's fair uh, but that, that is that is I believe what's happening so I've been thinking oh, about okay. it since since the start of the season I was like man he's going somewhere probably going to be Edmonton which is going to suck for him and also me because I like him but <sighs> here we are yeah, hopefully his doesn't jersey do doesn't end up on the ice. But that is all I have for today. Do you have anything else you'd like to add or uh, out I don't there? think so. Just a, a formal apology for predicting everything wrong today because my psychic powers can only be used for evil. So uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, uh, Blue Jackets fans will... Uh, We'll break the game down tomorrow. We'll see exactly how wrong I was. Yeah. Um, I mainly hope that you're wrong about winning and overtime. Uh, because Listen, we need these points more than you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's always a pleasure. And where can Flames fans find you on social media? You could find Locked on Blue Jackets wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We're not on YouTube yet, but other than that, you can find us wherever you get Locked on Flames. Uh, You can find us on Twitter over at LO underscore Blue Jackets, usually for some yelling, some memes, uh, some existential dread about this 
team of horrible children that I unfortunately love. Uh, and if you would like some dog pictures and some Star Wars opinions uh, mixed in with your hockey talk, then you can follow me over at underscore Jacob Foster, uh, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. Yes, thank you so much for uh, jumping on and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, we're going to need it. Yeah. <laughs>